Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. The only thing I'm guilty of is being amazing. It's funny because a lot of the ladies are like, oh my gosh, where does Jen get all her money? And I think part of it is like the, here in Utah, the ladies are like, oh my gosh, how does the brown girl and the black husband have all this money? Because that's, you know what I mean? They're like, that's weird. No, it's not weird. Here's how we understand what a typical scam is like. It's a big web of overlapping telemarketing companies that oftentimes work together to scam victims. Assalamu alaikum, bitches. I don't know. Should we be doing this? Let's go. Welcome to Fraudsters, the podcast that gives you the scams you love from the fraudsters we hate. I'm your co-host, Cena Gaznavi, along with Ariel Lieti and Justin Williams. Guys, today on the show, we're talking about Jen Shaw from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's a Mormon spinoff, The Church of Latter-day Hates. Now, the Real Housewives franchise is famous for having taglines for the housewives, we just heard Jen's in the cold open, of course. So, guys, what do you think your tagline should be, Ariel? I don't know. I had something like, just because I was born in the year 2010 doesn't mean I was born yesterday. <laughs> I'm workshopping it. Don't worry, guys. We're going to get there. <laughs> yeah, the date. Okay, go ahead, Justin. <laughs> Justin. Don't give me a ring ring if it don't got that bling bling. <laughs> I, I may have $300,000 in student loan debt, but I'm NFT rich, baby. Woo! Yikes. <laughs> Check out the Fraudsters <laughs> Discord if you want to see some good razzin on the NFTs that I bought. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's a lot of attacking of, of Asina. Uh, so you should go to the Discord if you want to see Asina <laughs> get attacked. <laughs> if you're looking for a safe space to bully someone <laughs> online, please come to our Discord. <laughs> it really is. I do ask for it. I appreciate it. I deserve it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I agree. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to talk about Jen Shaw, the messy reality TV star. But she's not just a reality TV star. She is so much more. An entrepreneur, a go-getter, a hothead, and most importantly, a woman in scam. And you know I love a woman in scam. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, just going to let you know right off the bat, Jen Shaw was convicted on March 10th, 2023. She was accused of running a fraudulent telemarketing scheme from 2012 to 2021 that targeted and pressured the elderly into purchasing non-existent business services. Oh, like that's that just that sentence could be the whole episode. I know. It's crazy. Should it should we have buried this lead a little more? Should we have just like told it's, them later what was going to happen or do you like Giving them the... I mean, I like... You get give them a little bit. <laughs> give them a little sample? Okay. Yeah, she got caught. She got caught on my birthday, March 10th, 2023. No, I'm kidding. That's not my birthday. 2014, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were just a baby. I was just a child. Anyway, we're going to get into it, but we're going to set the stage for you. So here we go. Let's go to her childhood. 
So Jen Shaw was born and raised Mormon. Her parents were Tongan and Hawaiian. And I know what you're thinking, how did they ever make it work? (laughs) Well, one thing the two nations have in common is that the Mormons got their hooks in them early. Mormons outnumber Roman Catholics in membership numbers in Hawaii, believe it or not. In Tonga, it's even worse. 60% of Tongans are Mormon. It's the highest percentage of Mormons in the world. They travel well, the Mormons. They know how to like, you know what I mean? When they're just like, oh, the away team is really representing here or at SoFi Stadium. It's like, no, man, the Mormons go everywhere. They travel. They got those little pilgrimages they do. What do they call it? The missions. Yeah, the missions. I was like, they have a brother, like a guy named like Brother Danny, you know, and he's always walking (laughs) through the hood at like sundown, like knocking (laughs) on everyone's door. But the great thing is they have like a lot of great respect. The Mormons have never been touched in the worst neighborhoods in America. Everyone likes them. Yeah. It's just like for you to walk up and knock on this door in this neighborhood at this time of night with a suit and tie on and greet me. And try to do a presentation. And it's definitely like, like, you know, blue shirt in the Crips neighborhood. You know, you got to have more faith than anything else. If that's how you're walking through the neighborhood, the Lord is going to keep you. (laughs) People are like, I'm not doing that religion because I can't have alcohol or sex or anything anymore. But we just want to say we respect you for just coming through here like that with with, with a smile on your face straight out of Utah. Lord, give me the confidence of a small white Mormon walking through the hood. That's that's not confidence. That's the Lord, Cena. That is the Lord. Sometimes I wish. I I wish. I wish. Same. Well, look, her parents were married for the most holy of all reasons. They got pregnant with Jen Shaw out of wedlock and were forced to marry to cover their tracks in 1973. (laughs) They would go on to have five more kids as the Lord intended. God bless. I know. God bless. So while her parents were going to school in Utah at BYU, Jen spent her first five years in Hawaii with her grandparents and aunts. They had to finish their studies, of course. We're not really sure why they didn't go to BYU-Hawaii, which is a real school. But anyway, when Jen's grandmother got sick, they had Jen stay with them in Utah. And as you might expect from a stereotypical Mormon family, her parents were strict. But you could not hold Jen Shaw down. She excelled always. She was a student body president her freshman year in high school. And that puts her on pace to be even better than Michael Jordan. Okay. (laughs) Even better than Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We said it. It is truth. (laughs) That's right. Most things on this podcast are true. (laughs) Most. She was also a cheerleader. So it's the best of both worlds. Oh, I love that. You know, good for her, honestly. As one of the only handful of non-white students in the school, Jen faced a lot of racism. Some kids would tell her that her skin looked dirty and she would try to scrub to get the color off. You guys, that's actually really sad. Yeah. I think we have a clip from the the Hulu documentary where her aunt is telling a story about this. Jen was introduced to a level of racism. I remember her on one afternoon coming home from school. I noticed that her skin was just bright, had a bright, bright, bright red tint to it. And she said, I scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed and it won't come off. And I said, what are you talking about? What won't come off? She said, the kids at school are calling me dirty and I'm trying Mm. to scrub it off. It won't come off. And they saw her as different enough to ridicule her and make her feel different and feel less than so messed up i mean that's where a lot of these things start right you gotta you kind of have to have that childhood i mean it's either you become a fraudster or you get into stand-up comedy i think there's like two paths i feel like she's kind of doing both yeah right (laughs) gets real housewives (laughs) or you just become candace owens yeah Yeah. oh yeah but she ran with it she said i'm gonna take this racism and i'm gonna i'm gonna take this moment of racism and i'm gonna let it define me god damn it she didn't do it (laughs) so jen grew up wanting to be in the spotlight and at first that meant being a newscaster so after high school she enrolled at the university of utah where she immediately met her future husband sharif shah 
She would get pregnant and drop out of school before finishing, but it's not the story you're thinking it is. She dropped out with a plan. Sharif was a football star, but after an injury and since he was further along in his studies, someone needed to make the money. While Sharif finished his undergraduate program and went to law school, Shah worked three jobs and raised the kid. Sharif's account was this, quote, during the week from 9 to 5 p.m., she was secretary for a nonprofit organization. In the evening, she was a nanny for a physician. On the weekends, she worked as a model at local fashion shows and did photo shoots for various magazines and online publications. My wife was willing to carry more than her share of our marital obligations in order to place our family in a better position. This, this makes me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> marital obligations. <laughs> She had to do more than get broke off on a Tuesday. <laughs> Where is the baby? Yeah, yeah. The, the child raised himself, but it was it was in a nicer place. I think this idea of like busyness here too. It's like yeah, when you're so busy, seven days. It, it provides a good amount of cover to like whatever you know nasty, fraudy, yeah. fraudulent thing you're doing. But also, doesn't the Lord tell you to take off on Sundays? Like, why are you, work yeah. are you working every moment of the day? Mormons love their work. Mm. Well, it's also hustle culture stuff. Yeah, but this is pre-hustle culture. No, as I'm saying, it's like, this is like, you know, this backstory, like horrific backstories that should be an indictment of the American system. Like, you should not have uh, parents having to work any, like more than one job to raise a child are like then used as this like, oh, see, you could make it stories. It's like, actually, this shows how bad things are. Yeah. This is a bootstrap story, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> her Mormon parents were mad racist about her marrying a black man and having his kids. Mormons are racist and that's well documented when jen shaw was born they did not yet allow black people in the church joseph smith and brigham young both preached that black skin was the result of a curse you don't really see black mormons anywhere right no I don't because think... that's the yes you do there's a little video yeah there's a little video like a little cartoon in africa you're starting to see them now so the, how did they the how church got their um they, their they got rid of that doctrine yeah yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's like 1989 they start admitting black people. They renounced that doctrine. I feel like it was more recent than that, Justin. Yeah, like yeah. In, the, in the 90s or 2000s, they were like, oh, okay, black people can come in. We don't have enough numbers. Yeah. Yikes, 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 yikes. But it's also funny that Jen's family is racist because she was scrubbing her skin and they're like, she was exposed to racism, but then she marries a black guy and they're like, no, <laughs> he's dirty. <laughs> the wrong color. Why? <laughs> Also, not any foresight. Anybody knows that when Pacific Islanders and black people marry, the result is the rock. So why would you not want? <laughs> you don't want your yeah. kid to be the rock? Wow. Yeah. Your kid's going to be like incredible. You want your kid like, to be incredible. Vin Diesel? Wow. <laughs> your, kid, your kid's going to be unstoppable in the ring. Your kid is going to be in the next Fast and Furious. What are you doing? Vin Diesel's Greek, right? Yeah, but he's, he's also of the same ilk as the rock. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like the same energy? Just, yeah. I know he's I just, not just 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 jacked biracial guys. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Justin, you're in there too. He's, I'm not biracial. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wish. Wait, I mean, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I wish I was jacked, but I don't wish I was biracial. Some people think I'm biracial because it doesn't matter. You know, I think it's because of my. I think it's because of my phone voice. Yeah, that was my phone voice. They're like, "What are your parents is white, right?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> your phone voice. What is it? When you call the phone company, they're like, "Wait a minute." No, do you, <laughs> do you not know what phone voice is, Cena? Hello, is this hello? Is this Verizon? <laughs> I saw uh, a five hundred dollar charge on my bill, and this must be some kind of mistake. Uh, I'd like to say I did not run up those charges on uh, Brazzers dot com. <laughs> uh, this must be some kind of fraud. Uh, is it just that? Is it just the formal voice? I mean, you know, we didn't speak English at home, so I don't know. The phone oh, voice yeah. was phone English. Voice is so you could get a job. So you, can, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so like you could that be on one a podcast. <laughs> Hi, yeah. <laughs> so you can be on a podcast that's not Vlad TV. <laughs> a podcast that doesn't require subtitles, even though it's in English. <laughs> I hate it here. We're, this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> it's the last one. Wait a minute, so, Ariel. Can we just talk about this for a second? Do you yeah. have, is this your phone voice that you have? Is there I a different so. Ariel voice? There are so you, many. 
there's multiples. So I'm sure that people Damn. that listen to this are like, what does she actually sound like? I don't know either, guys. I'm confused. <laughs> Hello. I am there. Yeah. <laughs> this is my real speaking voice. <laughs> I sound like a straight up gangster, bitch. Yeah, that's Where's the, There's that <laughs> Deion Sanders clip where the, the guy, this uh, black guy's interviewing him. He's like the local sports reporter at Colorado. Um, no, at, at the previous school, and he's uh, talking about him going to Colorado. And when he yeah. starts the interview, he goes into what you would call his, you know, the phone voice. He like code switches. And Dion's like, can you talk normally? Can you just <laughs> talk to me the way you were just speaking to me? And he's like, what are you, ta- what are you talking about? And he's like, no, 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 no. You got to start over. <laughs> poor guy was so struggling. Maybe Nori drop that clip in, in post so that people know what I'm talking about. Now is Jackson State hit football coach, Coach Prime. Coach, how you feeling today? No, straight up. I was asked how you feel. I was not talking like that just two minutes ago. I Can you do the interview can you come in like you normally sound i just want to be clear and concise and professional yes sir so being you is not professional well i mean i can't say it was up, cole i can't do that i ain't actually do that i just want you to be you okay yes sir all right let me start over right all right join me is jackson state coach coach prime is that the, is that the same dog it's the same like just be you just try your best to be you okay all right. I, I thought I was doing that. But anyway, um, I want to just ask you, you feeling okay? See, like, if I say, man, what's up, Rob J? That's me. Mm. What's up, Rob J? You, you know the difference? You, did you see the difference? Uh-huh. That's what you do. <laughs> and I don't know who you're trying to please out there, but just I just want you to try your best to be you. Okay. So do we think... So we think Jen Shaw didn't. Jen Shaw's voice is just Jen Shaw's voice. We don't know. She might sound like a straight up gangster. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but she, you know, it's it's kind of interesting her narrative. How like kind of classic it is in a way, though. It's like cheerleader marries the football star, and mm-hmm. then they become kind of like annoying hustle parents. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like the popular people from high school where I went to school. Like the most popular couples are kind of that, you know. That energy, small town. It's just always a new kid in every Christmas photo. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Sofas, recliners, love seats, everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And wait a minute, who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. So Joseph Smith and Brigham Young both preached that black skin was the result of a curse, which is pretty much the opposite of what Elijah Muhammad preached, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Jen actually tried to get Sharif to convert to Mormonism, but he pointed out how racist Mormons were and instead proposed that she convert to Islam. And she said, yes. My husband Sharif is Muslim, but I was raised Mormon and that's all I knew until five years into my marriage. I'm like, hey, Sharif, why don't you convert to Mormonism? And he was like, are you kidding me? They didn't accept black people into the Mormon church until like 1970 something. That's when I started questioning, you know what? I cannot sign up for a religion that didn't accept my husband and my kids that's the point when I was like, okay, I'm converting to Islam. Assalamu alaikum, bitches. Score for the cause. This is such a big season for Muslim fraudsters. <laughs> Representation matters. It does. This is good. We're an inclusive pod. <laughs> so inclusive. So this is a clip from the very first episode of the show where we first meet Jen. 
I moved to Utah when I was about six, seven years old. I'm originally from Hawaii, so I'm Tongan and Hawaiian and a little bit of Chinese, but people in Utah have no clue what I am. In Utah, I'm black because they don't know any better. Mommy hug you too tight, then you're gonna break you. No, he's not gonna break you. My husband is a football coach at the University of Utah. I think it takes a certain somebody to be a coach's wife most of the time. He is 5 a.m. out the door and midnight at home. Baby, thank you for cooking. Did you guys say thank you to Daddy and Mommy? Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, thank you. Pops. You're welcome. I love you. Could put some yolks in the eggs. Why you want the yolks? You don't need all that work. We basically have to FaceTime a lot. It's kind of like a FaceTime marriage if that was a thing. Reefy, how's your training and stuff going? I just got my advanced cardiovascular Life support. Wow. Life support. Closer to getting a job. Damn. Get a job. <laughs> Get a job. Mom said she didn't want, want me to do that. I don't want him to work. I want him to focus on applying to medical school. We first met in college. We had a class together. I saw her. My heart stops immediately. I walk up to her. Is that seat taken? She looks at me like, there's nobody there. I guess not. That's how that we was our first, met. Yeah, that's how, exactly how we met. After that, but that's okay. I hate this show. I can't, I just <laughs> it makes me want to vomit hearing them. I'm sorry. Can we I, we have to stop this. I can't. I just fucking can't. I can't is it, anymore. Is there something so to awful. men liking women that are mean to them? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's sitting here. I guess you could sit down. And I love like, her ever since. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like my heart stopped. Maybe go see a cardiologist. Maybe you should. That's wish why you he's having a that. cardiologist son. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. There's something that wants me to kind of like that wants to root for them, but I don't know. It's like pretty wild. It's all very wild. Well, I'm, I was rooting for the husband, and then I, I think the husband's like this is a classic thing when there's someone that has control of the finances and there's no check and they're never around and they're really busy. These are all fucking throw these flags up. Yeah, it's a FaceTime marriage. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's discuss. Is that a real thing? It's like, where are you? I'm at the factory. Clink, 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 clink. Oh, no. I would just move too. If anybody thought like I was black and I wasn't black because they had no exposure to black people, it's weird how they're both like you know, like how they both like are very acclimated to Utah. Yeah, yeah. Like I would uh, just go somewhere else. Arguably assimilated into Utah. Yes, that's a lot of the reason I won't move to other parts of the United States. I'm like, well, I don't want to be the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah, you got to have some backup. Like you got to have, have a BLM march yeah. and, and not be yeah. expected to lead it. <laughs> exactly that. I'll say this though: in, in New York City, I was a bit of an exotic being around in here. That's Diamond true. dozen. Fuck. Well, you could just be a white guy, Cena. Yeah, goody. Yeah. Oh, goody. Let yeah. me just get in line for that. I really missed the boat on on benefiting from passing. It's really. I Come really to just New York. Just be a white guy. Yeah, great. People do it. A white guy now. It's like <laughs> trying to step over people. Excuse me. Excuse me. I belong here. Uh, don't make me put on my phone voice. <laughs> Well, anyway, her parents got over it eventually, as is how usually these dumb, like, religious and racist standoffs end. They're over it. He's black. They have black kids. Get over it. And she's in her head black, too. So <laughs> there yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny about people that usually uh, are racist against interracial relationships. They're never racist against uh, biracial children. It's such no, a weird thing. They're so cute, yeah. though. Yeah. People love biracial children in a way that's actually... Super problematic weird. yeah yeah <laughs> in a way that's very bad yeah yeah in a way that i I'm couldn't not... go food shopping with my mom as a child it was confusing for people <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, i'm actually against uh the two consenting adults that have found happiness with each other but let me tell you something that little thing you got with you i'll take that with me and put it in a van and show people take it to a carnival <laughs> Like, hey, it's a human. <laughs> Relax. It's a weird time. Just a weird time to be alive. Um, so I guess we should talk about her girl boss era. So yeah. from 2006 to 2011, 
Shaw worked for Prosper Incorporated, which is a company that supposedly works on real estate and stock market investing, entrepreneurship, e-commerce, personal development, and personal finance. <laughs> no red flags there. No. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love a company that has no focus. Ooh, so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it does everything. You know, you know this company you've never heard of with uh, no website? It actually does everything that Bank of America does. Yeah. <laughs> We're in I the do, money business. I, I do have a business <laughs> yeah. card that says, I do business. So (laughs) don't worry. (laughs) This was all the best bullshit practices in one. Okay. Shaw was a director of partner accounts. Okay. So if it seems like we're being too mean to this company right off the bat, in 2007, they were sued for waterboarding one of their employees as part of a team building exercise. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. They stole my idea. I've been trying to do this at my company for years. We are doing waterboarding big time. Uh, You're going to trust fall into this waterboard now. (laughs) Even the CIA doesn't waterboard its employees (laughs) that that early in the process. (laughs) Onboarding, let's go. (laughs) oh boy an actual quote from that incident when it was over the team leader said quote you saw how hard chad fought for air right there i want you to go back inside and fight that hard to make sales (laughs) (laughs) sociopathic guy in a cubicle i've never felt Bad for someone named Chad in my entire <laughs> life until this very moment. Until see, this- uh, see how Chad struggles and, and pissed his pants out of fear of death? I want you to piss your pants like that. Because you forego a coffee break because you're selling financial products. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, so good. Ugh. The guy who said that also kept a two by four on his desk, a la Jim Trafficant, <laughs> that was called the quote, two by four of motivation. <laughs> it's, just a, a, it's just an insane person. <laughs> <laughs> and if someone went a day without making a sale, they had to spend the next day standing up. They, these are these are Gitmo positions. These are punishments. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. What's next? Kneeling on rice? What's going on? Yeah. This is what happens when when terror uh, when, when torture gets outlawed. You have to hire those, all those guys from Gitmo had to go back on the job market. They just got into sales. Yeah. They just got into sales. It's all I know how to do. It's the only way I know how to manage. You didn't make your numbers this quarter. Everyone strip down and get into a human pyramid. Let's go. We're going to talk about the next quarter. Oh, hey, Ginny. Hey, Jenny, I didn't tell you to take the electrodes off your nipples yet. (laughs) Not until you make a fucking sale, Jimmy. I'm sorry for yelling, but. Look at Chad. Look at Chad. He hasn't eaten in weeks. Those numbers have never been better. (laughs) I'm working on my anger, but here we go. The waterboarding. Uh, A secretary missed a call, so he locked her in a room and played Metallica (laughs) at a high volume for three three years straight. (laughs) As long as the company existed. Oh, man. So the company that bought that company was eventually caught by the FTC in 2016 for charging millions of dollars to consumers' bank and credit card accounts without their consent. But the waterboarding was fine, though. Waterboarding was okay. They lasted as long as that. But the stealing people's money, we don't like that very much. (laughs) No, no, no. So in 2012, Shaw became a VP of business development at Thrive Learning. That company sold a, quote, business coaching program, which they sold using telemarketing, meaning they just called people on the phone and were like, hey, you want to spend five to 15 grand on a business blueprint right this second? And the idea was that it would provide people with a blueprint for starting a successful Internet business. But guess what? You'll never believe this. The company was a fraud. (gasps) Gasp, clutching pearls. (gasps) Customers were then persuaded to buy expensive add-ons and most never made any money in business. In 2017, Thrive was charged $27 million for deceptive sales practices. Just think about how much money they actually made if they were fined $27 million. Oh, my gosh. Billions. Oh, my God. 
And how about, uh, you know, beating Susie's legs with a phone book? when you <laughs> No, that was the other company, Justin. This one oh, is sorry. an upstanding company. Yeah, they got absorbed. Oh, better, oh, yeah, better, oh, uh, you know, one, yeah. team building exercises yeah. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Thrive was already being investigated by the FTC as early as 2013. And that's when the owner sold the business to a company called Guidance Interactive. It was at Thrive where Jen met Stuart Smith, a.k.a. Stu, who would become her partner in crime working as her assistant when she eventually started her own business. But we'll get to that later. When they were working together, Jen actually saved Stu from being fired several times because she saw something special in him. Maybe she has a heart of gold after all. So Jen and her colleague Stuart Smith are generating leads. I mean, through deceptive business practices, naturally. And the leads they get, not only are they trying to sell to those people, but they're also selling them to their other companies like theirs. So in 2014, one of the companies she was selling leads to wasn't paying enough, Jen felt. And Jenny is from the block, you know, so she squeezed them to get more money. In 2015, Jen gave sworn testimony as part of the FTC's investigation of top shelf marketing. And still by 2016, the FTC had shifted its investigation off of that company and onto both Thrive and Guidance, circling the wagons around Jen. She sniffed it out early and started doubling down on her crime by actively trying to hide her shady business practices from investigators. How is the FTC ever supposed to like fight against it? The velocity of fraud is far too much. There's no way you could just form another company, make some new calls, have another phone bank, move it to another thing. The FTC is like, all right, I guess we're on to the next thing then. Yeah. We just don't know. I don't know. That's that's their job to figure out. Yeah. Guys, if you're it's, listening, if you're a part of the FTC, which you probably are if you're listening to us, uh, <laughs> let us know how you're able to follow all this fraud. We're barely able to hang on to this. Yeah. FraudstersLPN at gmail.com. Send us a note. Send us yeah. A let us know. <laughs> Oh, Jennifer. No, 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 no. Sha-na-na. This is the classic <laughs> fraudster tipping point. They have a chance to put their hands up and get clean. Do it again the right way. Fraudsters never take that option. The fraud is just too powerful. Like the great basketball coach and broadcaster Jimmy Valvano said, you survive and advance. And also like Valvano, <laughs> it would all come to an end to Jen Shaw <laughs> at the too young age of 47 that's when she was arrested. She doesn't die of cancer at the end of the story. Not all analogies are perfect, people. Back to Jen. To stop a paper trail, Jen changed her payments from direct deposits to structured cash deposits. She also asked her coworkers to use encrypted text messaging for all business texts. Although, as the feds eventually found out, not everyone did this. Whoops, a daisy. Around this time in 2016, Jen and other people at Guidance reorganized the company, splitting it into Red Steel and Learning Systems. Red Steel was Jen and Smith's focus. They handled, quote, lead sales. So it's luring in the dupes. And Learning Systems handled, quote, fulfillment. So that's more duping the Lord by selling them expensive crap that doesn't actually work. So to hide her involvement, you know, like people starting legitimate businesses always do, she had both of her companies placed in the name of third parties. She's just... It's incredible. Oh, it's women like, in scam. Women in scam. <laughs> scam it. all day. Women in scam. Yeah, that's right. That's what the Barbie movie's about. So... This is the unraveling now, guys. So in 2016, an NYPD operation against narcotics smuggling resulted in several arrests. And like so many of the law enforcement operations we cover on Fraudsters, it had a hilarious name. Operation Double Down, which is a reference to something hilarious, I'm sure. It sounds like a burger to me. Yeah, but then KFC... KFC had the double down, Yeah, right? they did. They had the double down. <gasps> yeah. Remember that? Yum. Yeah, let, let me see. Let me let me see real quick what's on the cake. It was like it was um if I am not mistaken, two bread. pieces of chicken on, yeah. where the outside as the bread. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It wow. was only uh let's see, let's see what was the calories. It's probably something like three thousand, which is not bad. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> three to five thousand. Wow, <laughs> that thing looks crazy. <laughs> 3, I'll eat that right now though. Sandwich double down 
Does it have a criticisms part on Wikipedia? Like criticisms? (laughs) Criticisms. This is bad for the American people. We're already facing obesity. (laughs) On a low-carb diet? Here's yeah, something honestly. that won't help you. But it's you. breaded chicken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's something worse. <laughs> Just give me the bread. Uh, so we actually Googled it and learned this is a popular name for sting operations. So not as fun as KFC yeah. Double Down, but we'll, we'll figure it out. So one of the people arrested was Arash Katabshi, an associate of Jen's. And when they got him, they got a ton of info about his various schemes, some involving Jen, and they began to connect the dots. I think this is the other thing. When people flip, it's because they weren't treated very well mm-hmm. during the criminal enterprise. Right. You know, or like the the risk of prison is, you know, way worse than, you know, when you just flip. Yeah. You also need the threat of murder. Yeah. Threat of murder. But- Threat yeah. of waterboarding, not enough. Threat of murder. Not enough. Or murdering my family. So in 2017, they finally go after our girl. The FTC sued Thrive and Guidance for engaging in deceptive business practices. But you know what? They can have it. That shit was all news for Jen. And either way, Jen and Stewart were still operating Red Steel throughout New Jersey, Washington, Nevada, and Utah. And they were cooking up a brand new company. Okay. The same year they're sued by the FTC, they start a company called Mastery Pro Group or MPG. <laughs> and they do it in Wyoming because they're no longer out and proud of themselves. So filing <laughs> in Wyoming would hide ownership. And guess what? This business operated exactly like Thrive had. It was a business opportunity scheme scam. Despite the new name, they were still scheme, scam, scum. <laughs> That's so, it's kind of wild like, you just moved to a different state, form a new company, and your husband is still just coaching football all the time. You're getting <laughs> sued multiple times. You have multiple. Co- Does he not check the mail? No. Yeah. He's busy. They are having a FaceTime relationship, Sina. And your cost of living can't be that much in Utah, too. Why are you doing all of this? Because they're trying to secure the bag for their kids to go to yeah, medical school. Yeah, you got to get that generational wealth money. Yeah, because they're trying to get the kids to go straight. Don't be like me. That's what you're saying. We do this so that you don't have to be <laughs> exactly. a scammer. Exactly. So, so you don't have to work 19 jobs and yeah. I yeah. see you the for the first time when you're 12 years so These businesses mostly generate leads, which is kind of a hard concept to understand if you're not in the sales world. So they would use online or social media ads with the ad saying some variation of work from home or boost your social media presence. I'm sure you've seen ads like this. A victim would call up and say, hey, I want to be an influencer from home. And they would pass them off to another telemarketer in another state to squeeze the money. The Vic gets sent to a fulfillment center that hammers them trying to upsell as many products and add-ons as possible. And the cost was usually less than $100 initially, but it can quickly rise. Sure, you want to be popular, but wouldn't you rather be famous? Ooh. <laughs> Fame is going to cost you ten grand. Damn! Yeah. It's so funny because it's like also underestimate like it's just like overestimating what it means to be a uh, internet influencer. It's like you need a free Instagram account <laughs> and you need a booty. Yeah. Just get that ass on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Do I you promise have a booty? my numbers went up once my booty was on Instagram. And yeah. then I archived that photo. So I fooled the people into following me. Oh. Oh yeah. And now they follow me for the content of my character. Can you please? That's good. <laughs> Waiting. I'm telling you, this girl's gonna throw a booty pick out here one day. <laughs> Any minute. Any minute. <laughs> I'm gonna put one back on there. I'm no, gonna put a booty don't. pick on there no, to no. see what like <laughs> Justin. Justin, we don't. need all the listeners we could get. It's gonna be please filtered. This is gonna be filtered whole. <laughs> Just the whole. It's like a fraudsters overlay over your butthole. <laughs> yeah. If it's if I take a close step, yeah, Instagram can't take it down if they if they can't really make out what exactly it is. I hate it's this. Good. I hate I'm glad this. the intern's on for this episode. I know this is the best one. This is good. the best one. Write good. that down, glazed donut. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Is that a calamari poster? <laughs> oh, come on. 
I'm having Let's. fun. I've so. never seen a dragon fruit on Instagram. Okay, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> 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 They encourage their victims to max out their credit cards. After all, they're selling an ability for you to make money. Who cares how much it costs if you're going to be making exponentially more money? One of the most beautiful parts of the scam is they were also running a backdoor debt consolidation firm. So when their victims <laughs> max out their cards, they call them up with a different company name, of course, and offer them debt relief. Incredible. Yo, that is so sinister. Yeah. It's... It's genius. It's, I saw you it's, mouthing genius, Ariel. Yeah. I saw you mouthing it. I saw, <laughs> I I saw it. you. I said genius. I love it. I saw it, it in your I heart. It was coming scam. out. Women in scam. I love it. I love a, a episode about women. We don't do enough. What's messed up is like, I remember my dad got uh, almost scammed into one of these things. He's an older guy. He's got Parkinson's and, you know, he doesn't work as much. And so he feels like he needs to work. He wanted to do something. And years ago... You know, he got a call and he like said, I got him to the point where I was like, send me any of these weird emails or these calls that you're getting. And so he's like, what do you think about this? I'm like, dad, no, this is such a scam. And he's like, you have to spend money you to make spend money. spend money to make money. I That's what like, I'm saying. No. So I got to spend a couple thousand dollars. You're going to get I'm out. Recouped. Yeah. All right. So I think we have another clip from the doc here, right? Noreen, what's this clip about? Whoa. <laughs> all you okay this clip is from the documentary on hulu and it's an explanation of the scam plus the deposition of a 90 year old victim named charlene okay now do it again don't use your phone voice oh my god <laughs> <laughs> your, what do you actually sound like Noreen? yeah what do you sound like for real hey this next clip is uh she <laughs> she it's me noreen you know how Noreen do. Okay, so <laughs> dot dot dot. Um, this clip. <laughs> you sound the same, Noreen. I don't really get yeah, it. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. Don't you yeah. don't fool us, Noreen. Oh, <laughs> uh, what if? I... All right, let's play the clip. Let's Just, play. The... Yeah, play the clip. Let's play the play the clip. It... <laughs> This trial was called the United States versus Katachi. The allegations in this case were essentially a group of telemarketers uh, were calling up people and making misrepresentations in order to get their money. Here's how we understand what a typical scam is like. It's a big web of overlapping telemarketing companies that oftentimes work together to scam victims. It all might start innocently enough a potential victim. They might have clicked on an ad on Facebook. It seems like the triggering words for a typical ad would be work from home. The first thing you usually buy, under $100. You don't realize that your contact information is now fed into a list. And right away, the telemarketers have your name, they have your contact information, they even have your credit card information. They would pass um, what we call lead lists from one telemarketing floor to another. And these telemarketing companies offer all sorts of other services. They claim to help you build a website, to boost your social media profile, to market yourself. They'll offer coaching services. You're paying for all of this and the calls never stop. They keep coming and coming, but they're just there to prime you for the next sale of something that doesn't exist. Did you agree to invest in this opportunity? Yes, I did. I think the initial was 30,000. A one business that uh, required I uh, send them $8,000. Okay, and did you do that? Yes. And that's what really started me thinking that I, I'm way in too deep. These leads were of a particular group of people. And in this case, the government was alleging that it was the elderly. I didn't own a computer at that time. Um, were you comfortable using computers? No. Were you comfortable using the internet at that time? No. If you're calling up somebody who maybe no. is not particularly internet savvy or business savvy, that's kind of a problem. In one recording, the telemarketers are heard talking to one another about charging Charlene thousands of dollars without her knowing. Uh, I'll get Charlene to this. 
I'll put at least 20 minutes. Well, close a little dangerous. Only because of one car, one card. I would do 15 in the call of the day. Well, I feel bad for that woman. I mean, that's yeah, pretty that's typical, nice. though. You know, it's like yeah. this is the, the definition of a vulnerable person. Not only someone that's elderly, but doesn't own a computer. Also love the question after you do, do you own a computer? Are you good with the Internet? Do you know what like, like, I don't even know what that is. I, did did you net? not hear me? What I said before I said I don't have a computer. The web. My grandson did this for me. World Wide Web. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's less fun when they scam vulnerable people. I oh wish she was just scamming, like, a company or something. Or, like, an ex of Ariel's. Yeah, that would be good. that would be yeah. the best. But yeah. instead, it's, like, little old ladies that gave their life savings because they're trying to be internet famous when all they had to do <laughs> was show booty. <laughs> all you got to do is yeah. show booty. Or, or just, like, you know, do so, some choreography. Yeah, a little TikTok. Yeah, like they say, they say I'm too old to dance, but here's my response. And then back, forth, then oh, uh, just and stick that. Oh. And, uh, and, and then knees think, up, head out. You just do like a Laker girl routine and you're yeah. old. And that will yeah, go. I think you that. should do a Laker girl routine. He just exhausted himself. He's breathing yeah. really heavy right now. Yeah, you pull something, pull a pectoral. <laughs> I I want I only want one TikTok to go up and it's uh, it's me uh, dying. That's all right. Let's oh, go. Okay. Let's go. To, keep right. it going. So keep they it had going. Keep it <laughs> fucking keep it keep it moving. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> and then the reaction videos of God. people. <laughs> no, like I want it to be like two girls, Stop. one cup. Like <laughs> I'm talking to my son. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Daddy, my favorite TikTok's gonna be when I die. <laughs> Do not let your kids listen to this podcast. I repeat. You thought this was educational? <laughs> Do you remember Cecil Foot? You learned nothing that episode. You know what? I think we need to should we go to an ad break? We're moving. Yeah, let's go to the ad break. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back. They had several floors of an office building in New York City, and she's in charge of the whole operation from pie hole to the south mouth, baby. She was generating her own leads through the red steel, using leads to sell directly through MPG, then squeezing every last dollar out of her victims with her debt consolidation company. She was personally charged with deciding which people to give refunds to in order to avoid FTC scrutiny. You have to fuck over most people, but occasionally... Someone knows a state senator or something. You got to just let it go, you know? In one text message, a coworker explained how the drop shipping services MPG sold could not in any way be profitable for the victims and that the corporate credit MPG sold was merely a cheap probing method to get a victim to reveal how many assets they had so that they could eventually be coerced into spending those assets on more MPG bullshit. It is just so fucking blatant and insane. You know, there's nothing put in place to hide any of this stuff. It's shoddy work. And it ended almost as soon as it began. However, because in March of 2017, so all of this happened by March, they started handing down charges from the probe. Arash Katapshi was charged. Jen Shah was charged. In response to the text message she received with a link to the government press release announcing the charges, she texted back, Holy fucking shit with eight <laughs> exclamation points. All caps, eight exclamation points. That's right. Encrypted text. I'm going to jail. <laughs> How did they get me? But you can't forget, Jen Shaw is a genius. And she figured if she told her coworkers or co-conspirators, I never really know what to call a group of fraudsters. Is it a flock of fraudsters? 
Or is it like a scam of fraudsters? Difficult. I'm not sure. Anyway, she figured if she told them not to come into the office and keep them working from home, they couldn't be caught. It sounds like Jen was implementing a hybrid work model way ahead of her time. She really thought this through. Well, except for the part where your government can look up your address. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, the one thing I find about the police, they never do think to uh, look at your house. Yeah, no. That's the last place they think they'll find it's you. It's the last place you look a lot of the time. That's how I've avoided capture for so long for all the crimes that I've had. They keep just yeah. like looking around uh, Taco Bells in Utah. <laughs> just lurking. Uh, in a text thread with one of her flock of fraudsters reyes she asked do we need to refund this lady or is she done crying and ready to move forward reyes are you losing your touch with the ladies in another text exchange between her and reyes he proclaimed he got a victim to fall in love with him and send nudes what is happening here actually Yeah, I, I like these texts, too, because it's like you can't claim remorse. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like the, anything that would soften your sentence, like the prosecutor just has to present this text message. She's like, I didn't mean it like that. I was just playing. I was just playing. I was just playing. Mm. <sighs> also, I want to know what Reyes uh, does. Like, I want to know what he looks like. Yeah. Is he hot? Is he, is he hot? Yeah. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Send an email to Fraudsters. Just said it's my email at Leah Terriel. Um, but Jen knew she had to keep evolving and not just in her appearance. She decided she needed to move parts of her scheme to Kosovo or Cyprus to minimize the risk. She pretended on paper to be backing away from the company, but she was the company and no one was as smart and unscrupulous as she. There were so many disgusting things happening at her behest. Like, this is amazing. It's like, yeah, going like global now. Like, yeah, she's like, she's now just like, you know, I don't know. She's a global, she's becomes a global, what like, what humble beginnings to like global shell company. Yeah, I'm like impressed. I'm, I really am impressed with her work, even though it hurts uh, uh, elderly and vulnerable peoples. It's both stupid and smart and kind of like a very interesting in a very like, you know what? I, maybe she saw like someone like Trump do it, and she's like, "Well, I can do it too. I can be just as blatant." He got away with it. Why can't I? In 2018, both her grandmother, who raised her till she was five, and her father died. She cites this as a reason why things got out of hand, even though they were clearly already out of hand for at least five years earlier. But who's counting? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One employee of Jen's was on the phone with two victims when they called a credit card company to raise their credit limit, but they couldn't get it raised. To avoid this pile of shit disguised as a business plan, they would have to spend the fraudulent charges across three cards. Jen instructed them to completely max out the cards, saying, we can run two cards on two different merchant accounts. So run one card on MTBG. So run one card on MPG and one on our backup account. Oh, that's so cold. I'm speechless. Yeah. And rarely are, is seen as speechless. <laughs> this is too much. This, she might be the, one of the most brazen fraudsters we've ever covered. Yeah, she's bold and brazen, that's for sure. This is some Enron level shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just make another fake company and move the money over there. What are you talking about? Like, stop stop wasting time. I got to go to my my husband's football game. <laughs> <laughs> I got to set up a party. Yeah. $80,000 party. I have to throw a glass of wine at one of my castmates yeah, don't in the worry hot about tub. Me. And also, you're making money off of that. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But it's the keeping up appearances that's expensive. I get that. Yeah. So sometimes when her employees weren't getting the job done, she just had to do it herself. So following some disappointing sales figures, she texted her crew, I'm coming in to set appointments for these guys tomorrow. Please get my 24 karat gold headset with diamond encrusted mouthpiece ready. Papi needs money for the weekend, and one employee needs baby mama money. That is a good oh text God. message. That is incredible. <laughs> She's got really incriminating texts. We should just send her. that to each other to like motivate yeah. each other, you know? <laughs> Get my 24 karat gold headset with diamond encrusted mouthpiece ready. Wow. Why have you guys not set me up with that for yeah. the recording of Fraudsters? I'm not really understanding. We all should have them. 
Yeah. I look at that she's Rosie Perez now, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Popping this money for the weekend. I love you. <laughs> when her team defrauded seven victims out of a total of more than $15,000, Jen texted her team saying, I hope this is a good sign for a record week. <laughs> I hope that there was like smiley faces and stuff after that. Yeah. Smiley face, smiley face, heart, heart, heart. All the text messages on a criminal conspiracy is just like, that's the dumb part. It's like, yeah. you knew how to create a shell company, but you didn't know to not use text. You no. think they were on Androids? Ayo, leave Androids out of this. Nope. Not going to do it, Green Bubble. Uh, <laughs> oh, leave me alone. <laughs> Jen was also controlling her partner, Stuart Smith. When he was subpoenaed by the FTC in connection with another company that had bought leads from Red Steel, Jen directed Smith to lie to the FTC Jen was fond of describing her job as I own three different marketing companies and we do lead generation, data monetization and customer acquisition. The best way to describe it is I'm the wizard of us. I'm the one behind the curtain that no one knows exists. <laughs> I just wanted to make it Puerto Rican. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm the one making everything happen. Now that she's Rosie Perez, I can't stop. Now it's now we're just so here. if we ever hear quotes from her, just know that Rosie Perez is Jen Shock. Yes, part Tongan, part Hawaiian, yes. part Rosie <laughs> part Perez. Rosie Perez, <laughs> all <laughs> Rosie Perez. In November 2019, an initial group of co-conspirators were arrested in connection with the case. Here's another uh, clip from a victim of the Jen Shaw fraud case. So, in this season of life, what made you want to start a business? In 2016, um, my daughter had just purchased this property. And I don't think she realized that it takes a lot of cash flow to maintain a property this size. I went online, did a web page, just a standard, normal web page. I was fairly decent in working with computers. What happened next? About three weeks later, I got a phone call saying, we noticed that you have a new website, did a sales speech about all the perks. If I went with them, that they could teach me. And what did you settle on? How much were you paying for the services? I think it was about $12,000 for the first. Oh, Over my God. Over the course God. of several months, Trisha would for finish the a program, then immediately get a phone call to start a new one. The sales pitches were good, but full of empty promises. Oh my God. First of all, anyone that says I'm fairly good with computers does it is not actually good or fairly yeah. good with computers. No. That's not how you describe skills this, with or computers. Or if they say I'm a whiz, don't listen to them. <laughs> I'm a real whiz. I know how to use the I know Facebook. I know my way around a CPU. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's what I say. Sad. I'm fairly good with computers, and I don't really know how to do anything. I still don't know how to get this Mac to do a lot of stuff yet. <laughs> like, I don't know how to uh, scroll. Like, you know how to, you know, some pages you can't scroll on a Mac. I don't know how to get it to scroll. What do you mean? Two fingers. Scroll, two fingers to scroll Let down? me tell you, the audience should know Justin oh. has never said I'm fairly decent with computers. Yeah, so he actually never said that. He never said that. Why? Because I Justin knows. I actually say stuff like, I don't know about all of these new things that you got. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about all that. That's what Justin says. Yeah. Well, he did his whole dissertation on a word processor from 1994. He did. A I, typewriter. Typewriter. We'll be on break next week. So tune in September 5th. We're going to be diving into Jen's Real Housewives era. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Fraudsters. This is going to be great. It's going to be nuts. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Check out the show notes for the show's social media links so you can follow us and see the resources we use for this episode. Hey, give us a rating on, on Spotify. I've been putting, people have been answering questions on Spotify as well, which is really cool. What do you think of this episode? And there's responses if you check those out on Spotify or give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That'd be awesome. Frosters is hosted by me, Sina Gaznavi, Justin Williams, and Arioli AT. Frosters is produced by Nori Malik, written by Nick Turner and edited by Ryan Connor. Research was provided by Patrick Fisher. Legal research by Jonathan Welgren. Music by Grant Gordon. The executive producer is me, Sina Gaznami. This has been a production of Zero Cool and 
the Last Podcast Network. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. America. 